Miami Beach is going to put a bounty on iguanas. A Florida man pointed a gun at the people trying to stop him from drunk driving. A Florida man beat a CVS employee while screaming F Joe Biden. A Florida man caught his neighbor exposing himself on his ring camera video footage. And a Florida woman tried to kill her roommates and then went shopping. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right. Let's get into it. Weird Florida. Love it. The Miami Beach Commissioner thinks... Putting a bounty on the iguanas could curb their growing population. It's a big deal. These iguanas are getting out of control in Miami. It's an invasive and destructive iguana species. And it's in Florida. In the last few years, Miami Beach residents actually say the iguana population has been expanding exponentially. As exponentially as the pantsless men at the bus stops or the... Uh, <laughs> The naked drug addicts climbing through the Taco Bell drive through windows. Is it expanding as exponentially as those phenomena in Florida? I'm very curious to know. Here's a quote from a resident named Barbara Benis, which is like Barbara Penis, but with a B instead of a P. Oh, I feel terrible for this woman her whole life. You know they called her Barbara Penis growing up, right? Just like high school was a chore for her. Barbara Benis. Barbara Penis, what does she have to say about it? She says, something more needs to be done. That's it. That's all Barbara Penis Penis has to say about it. Something more needs to be done. Um, Now, I hope she's not in charge of this, Barbara Penis, uh, because she doesn't seem to have an idea on how to curb it. Someone must have an idea. What could that idea be? I'm very curious. Barbara said she had to rebuild her seawall after iguanas destroyed it. Her entire seawall? My goodness. I got news for you, Barbara Penis. Um, If the iguanas don't destroy your seawall, the rising seas off the Florida coast will destroy your seawall. I mean, you're going to be underwater in about 12 years, I'd say, if you're on a Miami coastline, right? I think, uh, you know, the environmentalists, whatever, the scientists, they're on the case. They've already done the data and the math calculations. You're going to be underwater regardless of whether or not the iguanas are destroying your seawall. We have some video from several days ago showing an iguana hunter that was hired by the city of Miami. Wow, this iguana hunter. I would love to do a feature on this iguana hunter. Why doesn't, doesn't this iguana hunter have a reality show? This seems fascinating. You know, a guy down in Florida trying to hunt the iguanas and dodge all the crazy people on drugs and whatnot as he, you know, he probably would mistake iguanas for alligators sometimes too. Who knows? I mean, those iguanas get pretty big. This could be a very sketchy uh, proposition here being an iguana hunter in Florida. I think it would make a great television show to be honest with you. The iguana hunter was paid by the city and the iguana hunter's job is to basically shoot and collect these scaly critters. Shoot them with what? I have questions. (laughs) Uh, A, like a, a dart gun that knocks them out, like a like a knock like a blow dart, knock them unconscious. Kind of, you know when they, the way they use it for tigers, you know. Okay, we have city leaders in the area. They met on Wednesday. They're going to be quadrupling the budget for ig- iguana remediation and looking into more solutions. Ooh, sounds like a nice 
job opportunity for more iguana hunters. Or if you happen to be an alligator hunter, maybe scale down and offer your services as an iguana hunter as well. Because they're quadrupling the iguana budget, apparently. Uh, the Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber said last year's budget for iguana removal was fifty thousand. He's he's going for two hundred thousand. He would like to tackle this iguana problem on both private and public properties. Who knew iguanas were so out of control in Florida? All the problems they have there, <laughs> and they're increasing the iguana budget. Yeeky! Here's a quote from this guy, this lady Barbara Penis. I don't know, dead or alive, but if we pay per iguana, we're gonna. We're going to get more iguanas. I think they should pay per iguana like a bounty. People are going to go out and hunt for, the, for them for the money. I think that's a better use of the money. Just pay the people to go out there and hunt the iguanas. Well, slow down, Barbara. We don't want people just walking around with guns in Florida. My bad. They're already walking around with guns in Florida. <laughs> How silly of me. Now, the mayor says a bounty plan could work as long as it's legal and does the job. You could always consider having some sort of contest, you know, the people that snag the most iguanas over a weekend. Maybe they win, you know, something. I don't know. What's a good thing to win in Florida? Uh, Health insurance? A Florida man pulled out a gun on the people trying to stop him from drunk driving. This guy didn't want any care whatsoever. He's 21 years old, this Florida man. They don't name him yet. He was arrested after fellow partygoers attempted to stop him from drunk driving away from the party. When they tried to stop him, those caring friends ended up looking down the barrel of a gun, son of a gun, son of a... And uh, it was a barrel of a 9mm that he had on him, as most Florida men do. Over the weekend, the Walton County Sheriff's Office was called to a home after a 911 call about a man pointing a gun at the partygoers. The caller told the dispatch that the suspect named Corbin Minter. Corbin Minter. It's a very hipster name here. He got into an argument with other people at the party when he retrieved a handgun from his truck and started to point it at the people. He was like, give me my keys. You give me my keys right now. Who's got my keys? I want my keys. The deputies arrived and located Mr. Minter nearby and the 9mm handgun that was in his waistband. The deputies say the investigation revealed the suspect got his truck stuck when he was trying to leave the party. Uh, so he actually got into it and made an attempt to get away. So they gave you one chance, Mr. Minter. That's all you get. You get one chance. If you get in your car and you get stuck in a ditch or you hit other nearby cars in the parking lot outside of the party, you don't get to keep driving. You know, that's the rules. Them's the rules. It's nice to know that he had friends that gave a damn, though. You know, you'd imagine a lot of these Florida men, they have friends that don't give a damn. That's why they end up in these positions. If your friend gave a damn, you wouldn't be caught naked at a bus stop now, would you? Uh, one thing Florida men need is, is a friend, you know. Anyways, they tried to stop him. And that's when he started picking up mud and throwing the mud at the partygoers and onto nearby vehicles. All right, that was his mud protest. He was just trying to prove to them that he was still lively enough to drive. Uh, he's like, watch, watch, I can aim this mud. Watch me, I'll hit that Civic. Okay, see, I can drive. Look it, I can aim mud. That means I'm sh- I can handle the steering wheel. <laughs> That's a bad joke. Several people were trying to stop him from driving drunk. Several friends that gave a damn. 
When a female went into his truck to get the keys, he became very angry. That's when he got the handgun. And he loaded it. After getting the gun from his truck, he pointed it at several people. No one was injured, thankfully. Minter was arrested without any issues. He's charged with multiple counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, carrying a concealed weapon without a permit. What about the mud, man? That's damaging of property, right? Littering. I don't know what you would call that. Um, Here's what he's very guilty of. Having friends that give a damn about his life. It's just a damn shame he doesn't care about his own. A Florida man beat a CVS employee while screaming F. Joe Biden. There's a lot to unpack here. This is someone who's very political. They went to the wrong place to express their political hatred, though. The CVS, uh, perhaps they were in there to get some, you know, meds that they then didn't take. A Florida man has been jailed after attacking a CVS employee, poor CVS employees, Poor fast food employees. It's very hard to work with the public in Florida. You don't know what the Florida public's going to unleash on you, do you? I mean, you show up to work with the best of intentions. You're like, I want to bring French fries to this community. Next thing you know, someone's punching you in the nose because you didn't give them any mayo or you forgot the lettuce. So this Florida man attacked the CVS employee all while screaming at President Joe Biden. The story says at President Joe Biden. However... I'm going to assume President Joe Biden was not at that Florida CVS. So maybe this person is um, hallucinating. Uh, They're clearly not pleased with the political situation in the country. Uh, According to the investigators, 29-year-old David Frick, he went into a CVS in Gainesville, Florida, and just started punching a female employee. Just like that? Just went in and started punching the female employee? I mean, there's no backstory to this. Was he like, could you go and open up the razors for me? And then they took too long. You know, it takes them a long time to go open up those razors. I don't know why those razors are all locked up. Although I think everything should be locked up in a Florida CVS, as you can imagine. Uh, The employee was pushed onto the ground by Mr. Frick, the Florida man. Mr. Frick got on top of the woman and continued punching her. This poor lady. My goodness. A good Samaritan who was in the store shopping tackled Frick to stop the attack. Yay for a good Samaritans. There's not enough of them in Florida, as you can imagine. You need a lot of Samaritans in Florida, the good kind. It's very dangerous to be a good Samaritan in Florida. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. You get involved with a Florida man. A lot of times they're not wearing a shirt. And in many instances, they're carrying a weapon of some sort. They may pull out a gun or a handful of iguanas and push them down your shirt. Who knows? You know, so give it up to the good Samaritans in Florida. Anybody in Florida who has the balls to step up and save somebody? Okay, so then he punched the customer in the face. That's what happened to the good Samaritan who got involved, took a punch to the face. Probably should have not got involved and just shot it on video. That's what the kids are doing these days anyways, right? They're just shooting it on video and not getting involved, which at first I I said that was horrible that people would just shoot video, but... All the stories that I've heard about the Good Samaritans getting involved and then they get shot or they get punched. It might be smart just to stay out of it at this point, unless you got some good health insurance. So Frick punched the customer, ran out of the store. Police say the CVS pharmacy employee's nose may be broken and that the man yelled F Joe Biden at some point during the attack. Very strange. 
Both of the victims told the police they did not know this man and had never seen him before. The police caught up with him shortly after and detained him. It doesn't say where. I'm going to guess either in the parking lot uh, where he was doing push-ups or down the street at the Burger King. <laughs> he was trying to spread his political ideology in another place using his fists. It says here the Florida man Frick has a prior conviction. Ah, what a big surprise. A prior conviction. I would have never guessed. What's the prior conviction for? Well, battery, for one. Oh, battery on a law enforcement officer. Uh, because Frick pushed a nurse at the Alachua County Jail. Oh, this guy. just <laughs> Pushing nurses. Ah, people in the medical field just not pleased. He pushes a pharmacist at CVS and a nurse at the prison. His sentence included receiving treatment for the mental health illness. I don't think that's working at all. A Florida man was arrested for exposing himself in front of his neighbor's doorbell video camera. West Palm Beach. Security cameras are very common these days. Uh, And one man near West Palm Beach caught his neighbor in a series of acts that he wishes he did not see. It happened on Forest Hill Boulevard on Sunday. According to the report, the victim told the county sheriff's deputy that he recently installed ring cameras at his residence. You know, he cares about safety. You kind of need these if you're living in Florida. You need to beef up your security. You think you're safe with your neighbors, but you never know what they're going to do. This particular fellow with his new ring camera says he checked his notifications from earlier in the morning where he observed his neighbor, Marco Lopez Suarez, exit his house. Mr. Lopez Suarez began to perform a sex act in front of his doorbell camera. (laughs) After reviewing the notifications and the video footage, he, of course, contacted law enforcement. The victim said he saw his neighbor walking up the stairs of his home with his pants down and his body part out. It doesn't indicate the body part, but we know we can use our imagination. With his body part out, he looked at the camera and then started touching himself. Uh, He just... This guy likes to uh, showcase, you know. He thought he might get on somebody's OnlyFans video. Who knows? Mr. Lopez Suarez then proceeded to go into his own own house for a short time. Then he exited again without any pants on and started, quote, flopping it around on the video. You know, flopping it all around. He's just trying to show off his goods. Mr. Lopez Suarez then sat down on the steps and continued... At that time, the victim says he had to stop watching the video, so we can only imagine what the outcome is. All happening on his own doorstep there. He said he was offended and gave the video to the sheriff's office, and the deputy confirmed his statement on what occurred. Of course, the deputy wasn't able to get in touch with the, the neighbor, Lopez Suarez, until the next evening. Uh, they explained to him why they were speaking to him at that. At that time, the neighbor, Mr. Lopez Suarez, had an excuse. He said, I had to pee. That was his excuse. He had to pee. (laughs) I know when I have to pee, I don't just go in the bathroom in my own home. I walk out my front door with my pants down and I flop it around in front of my neighbor's brand new ring video security camera. (laughs) That's what I do. That uh, that always gives me relief, right? (laughs) Wow, man. I don't know if anyone's done this yet, but someone needs to make a YouTube channel that's just Florida men caught on ring cameras doing debauchery things that sentence is weird but you you know what i'm trying to get across here uh you might even remember one of my favorite florida stories ever was the man caught on the ring camera licking the doorbell for hours 
just licking for like three hours, just licking the doorbell. <laughs> That's just a classic. A Florida woman was arrested after trying to kill her roommates and then going shopping afterward. A Florida woman is in custody after allegedly attempting to kill both of her roommates on uh, last Friday morning. Marion County Sheriff's Office say that they responded to a 911 call from a person stating that he was stabbed. And once on the scene, officials found two people that appeared to have been stabbed. Not just one, two people appeared to be stabbed. Well, were they stabbed or did they just appear to be stabbed? Maybe one was stabbed, but the other one appeared to be stabbed because they were helping the original stabbee. Because you're going to get blood on you. You might look like you're stabbed. Let's get to the bottom of this. Were they both stabbed? Officials say one of the victims told the deputies that Christina Adams, age 30, had stabbed both people and then left immediately. The deputies found Christina Adams, the Florida woman, in a car close to the scene, and she initially denied any sort of involvement with the stabbings. Uh, It's two against one now. Adams later told detectives that she was angry over being asked to leave the apartment that she shared with these victims and that she did grab a large knife. I do recall grabbing a large knife at one point. And I, I do recall attacking two people. She also allegedly told officials she attempted to destroy evidence at the scene. What does that mean? She tried to clean up the blood. She tried to throw the knife out the window. After believing the victims were deceased, she believed they were dead. All right, I admit I tried to kill them. I thought I killed them. Are you telling me they're still alive in there? Man, I really did a poor job. I got to try harder next time. Adams told the deputies she thought they were dead and uh, that she put on new clothes and went shopping. (laughs) I felt a real relief after killing them, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go buy myself a new outfit. Believe it or not, I had some blood on my clothes, and I was like, I got to get some more clothes. I thought I might buy some new, I don't know, accoutrements for the kitchen because there was just blood everywhere at that point. I thought I killed them. Man, I really, I really lost it. The deputies located Adams while she was on her way back from shopping. She actually came back to the house. She thought she killed him, goes shopping, then comes back to the scene. Wow, out of your mind. She's charged with a couple of counts of attempted first-degree murder and tampering with evidence. I don't know what that means, the tampering with the evidence part. I mean, I can't think of anything much crazier than thinking that you killed both roommates and then immediately going out to buy some clothes (laughs) as if nothing ever happened. You know what would be crazier than that is if you actually then immediately tried to rent the apartment without cleaning up the scene. He said, well, it looks like my roommates are dead. I'm going to be able to Airbnb out these two rooms. Let me take some photos of the scene, put it right up there on the website. Maybe get some people to come and live here now because, uh, (laughs) well, I just lost two people paying rent, so I got to do something. Got to replace these people. Yay! How long has this been going on? A long time in Florida, I think. A lot of shenanigans going on in Florida for a long time. There's no end in sight. I want to say thank you to everyone who sent me Florida articles in the last 48 hours. That was very nice of you to give a damn and help me out. So I appreciate that. You can always email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show as well, 646-450-2012 if you'd like to express yourself. And uh, if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend about Weird AF News. You know, that's a great way to spread the word about Weird AF News. We're trying to spread the word and increase the listenership. And your friends trust you. They know They know that the stuff that you like, they'll, 
they're probably going to like as well. So if you could suggest this podcast as a nice alternative to the depressing, debilitating uh, mainstream news, that would be super cool and beneficial for everybody. Uh, and lastly, if you'd like to support the show with a couple of bucks, if you'd like to buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month and keep me caffeinated, then check out the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. You get a What do you get with that? You get a good feeling knowing that you're supporting a one-man show inside a closet. That's pretty cool. And you get extra Weird AF content you, or you get extra Jonesy-related content as well as I will oftentimes put up clips of myself doing stand-up or what have you. So if you'd like some extra Weird AF content and to join the lovely community that we have in the Patreon, they're tremendous. And by the way, all the names behind me on this this wall, you get your name up on the wall. That's pretty cool. Whenever I'm feeling down, I just look at the wall and I go, oh, people, people love me. You know, it makes me feel loved. So if you join the Patreon, you get up on the wall as well and you get to join that really cool community of, uh, I would say... Uh, rabid fans of the podcast. Anyways, I don't want to keep you. It's the weekend, or it was the weekend, or it's going to be the weekend. I hope you're having a great time. Be safe out there. I love you.